Hey everyone, it's Ariel Hawani, and I wanted to let you know that each and every week I'm part of a great program called the Ringer MMA Show. I host it alongside two absolutely brilliant minds. Their names, Chuck Mendenhall and Pete Carroll. And every Thursday, a new episode drops where we preview the weekend in mixed martial arts and react to all the biggest news. Plus, after every UFC pay-per-view, we give you a post-fight show. So this is what you have to do. Just follow the Ringer MMA show on your Spotify app so you don't miss an episode. We'll talk to you then. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Peter Shout out to that guy, the majesty. Oh, my goodness. It's professional wrestling. Stay mage and enjoy yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, the world's number one sports and recreation podcast, Cheap Heat. It's back. And guess what? It's a very special Dipperstein's in Town episode. Hey, how are you? Hey, now. How you doing? Hey, you doing good? Yeah, I feel fine. I'm fine. I'm waiting. I'm in that uh, waiting for the flight mode right now where I'm just checking my my time every you know few minutes to think, oh, do I need to leave now? Should I leave now? Do I need to get out of here? Is it is there going to be traffic? And and there, and there shouldn't be. I mean, it's a granted. It's a rainy Saturday, and you did do. You never listen to me, so you leave from JFK. But you, it's like moving the Red Army with you. It's like you, you know, you, you're you're, you're you you need at least twenty minutes to futz. You're futzing. Getting yeah. this man out of the house is, is. I've never seen anything like it in my life. He's walking into every room. He's checking things. Is, is you're this not out wrong. of place. I, today we're 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 trying to rush for a brunch, and he knows that we're on a time crunch. And instead of just walking out the door, uh, Peter Rosenberg, th- this guy, he's starting, he's folding blankets and repositioning them on the couch. Mm-hmm. He's re, re- he's repos- he knows we're coming back in an hour and 15 minutes. Correct. But he's repositioning the all the accoutrements on the couch for no reason. I'm not going to lie. I do do things like that. So I, I, I can't sit here and pretend, you know, if you wanted to motivate me. Yeah. Easy way to do it. Hold on. It's spiceless. Right. No, all you got to do is do this. Hey, Peter, it's the mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart, baby. Pull it together. Right. You didn't hear the episode the other day when I talked about how Jimmy Hart commented on my 
Israeli-Palestine post. <laughs> and so all I can hear is him being like, I appreciate your sentiment, baby. Yeah. I only listen when I'm on the podcast. Yeah, you have no idea. He has no idea what happens. No. You would think it would be the opposite. People would listen to the episodes they're not on because you've lived through the one that you were on. Mm -hmm. Does that tell you anything about yourself that you want to listen to the one that you, only the episodes that you're on? I was from one futzer to another. <laughs> what is that? What is I that? don't know. I don't know. Um, I guess I'm the only one who's amused by hearing Jimmy the Jimmy Hart comment on serious subjects on Instagram. Yeah. You're not even listening to me. You're just thinking about yourself. Like you, you, you literally. What are you talking about? You're just thinking about what's the next thing I can say to, to make my voice sound sexy in my ears, and then I can listen back to it later. You, what? You're just in your head about this. You're just. I, I'm saying things, and you're just going, yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um. So, SmackDown this past week. Well, we can talk about some random old things as well. But I thought with Dipperstein in town. We need to continue this conversation because you would think the conversation would be boring. But based on what I see in comments on Discord and uh, in the email, it seems that the L.A. night conversation is still being had and people still want to discuss this. Um, I was with Dipperstein. When the episode, when we watched SmackDown together. And so I may have been influenced by Dipperstein. But I really don't think I was. Because the, the truth is, I don't feel that differently than Dipperstein about LA Knight. Maybe slightly less. I, I'm not as angry about it. But I certainly do notice everything. And I will say, it was... To me, that segment on Friday with him and Roman Reigns, when you have him in his biggest moment yet in the middle of the ring with the number one guy in the company. And John Cena. And then John Cena just standing there cheering them on, which to me is a weird use of John Cena. You have him back for this time. I find that, I find Cena as cheerleader. I, I don't know what a good use is at this point for John Cena. I'm not saying he's doing a bad job. No, I actually like the run. I think it's fine. It's going good. But I, I don't know what the use is for him. If you you wanna, know how I feel about when they when the the, the quote putting someone no, new no, over. Uh, I he, hate that. He should have he should have come back as a heel and been Hollywood John Cena. Yes. He should have he should have been like, I can't be in Hollywood right now because of the strike. I, I, I otherwise I wouldn't be here. But I figure since I can't work anyway, I should come back and save all of you from the dreck you're putting on TV every week. And been wearing all black and thrown out his burned his fruity pebble shirt, taken off the jorts, walked in in a suit, and it would have been the most probably mage thing he's ever done in his career. Yeah, of course. So that's there, never going to happen. There are plenty of ways that it could be done. I don't see why the way to utilize him is him standing in the corner with L.A. Knight in. Like looking surprised about what's going on. Right, right. And by the way, I'd rather just have him. So Roman Reigns comes out to confront John Cena. We'll get back to the LA Knight thing in a second. But Roman Reigns comes out, confronts John Cena. I would have just been happy to have Cena and Roman get into something again. Run it back again. Have them go in Saudi. Cena versus Roman. Instead, he just goes to the background, hangs in the corner looking surprised as LA Knight comes out. And to Dip's point, I just thought it was so glaring how much he's be doing Austin is oh, so God. it's so glaring. It's un it's unbelievable. He comes out you, every single movement in every gyration, every head movement, every step, everything with his arms, everything he's doing is mimicking Steve Austin. Every single thing. He walks out, 
He, he pretends like his arms are like a little bit bigger than they are and that they can't quite go to his side. Then he moves his head to the left. Then he gets in the ring and he goes on the middle rope. He's not on he's not on the inside of the ropes, but he's on the outside of the ropes. Regardless, he puts his two hands up like the snakes. He does that. Then, you know, he, he walks into the ring. He, you know, w- walks to the other side, does the same thing Austin does. Then he confronts him, Roman Reigns. Then he talks and says, uh, you're this, you're that. You're this, you're that, just like Austin did. I mean, it's crazy. I'm looking now in the Discord, and and everyone, with the, like I think one or two exceptions, thinks last, uh, Friday night was great for LA night. They think he was great. I'll read you some comments. What, hold on. Before you do that, what do you think, what is masking people from confronting the situation here with them? What is so good? I mean, what is so hot about this guy? I don't even know what it is. I think part of it is that he's over. Okay, but why is he over? That I think I feel like adult. Can you pinpoint why he's over? I I can pinpoint for younger fans why he's over. Please do. He's doing something that is mage. Guess what? Because we thought it was mage when it was Stone Cold Steve Austin, and they're seeing it now. And guess what? They're babies. They don't even really remember Stone Cold Steve Austin. This is kind of the first time they've ever seen it, this, except for occasional highlights of Steve Austin. This is not what Steve Austin did. Steve Austin was an anti-establishment. No, no, but st- okay, I understand that. But I'm saying the actual gimmick of Austin is mage, even beyond the Vince McMahon part. People like it. There's a reason the yelling thing works. There's a reason the what thing works. All of it's catchy. It works. They didn't have it with Steve Austin. They're getting it now. Like you think the only thing that was over about Steve Austin was that he was the anti-hero? I think what was over about Steve Austin was that he, yes, that, that, that he was anti-establishment and he feuded with the boss. He only became mage. Oh, let's say he became mage, you know, after the ringmaster gimmick and after the, the, the Jake, the snake situation. But like, I don't think like uh, the words that he was speaking, literal words resemble what LA Knight is saying. No, no, I don't think so either. Either. That's what I'm saying. It's I just think. the motion in the ocean. Nat- Natalie, do you want to say anything? No. That it's, it's, it's the motion in the ocean <laughs> that resembles what he's doing it's more than the motion of the ocean it's the it's the whole it's the there's a feel natalie just gave me a suck it and now she's a big suck it and now she's walking up who could we ask who who loves la night who i want to know what it is because like he only behaves like austin he doesn't say the things that austin said he doesn't even have the same attitude as austin he doesn't say i'm gonna uh, i'm gonna burn this place to the ground that's not what he does that's not his gimmick I don't know what his gimmick is. I really don't. I'm trying to say, I think people can send voice notes on on the Discord, but I don't know how to. So one person said, because I said I wasn't that into it, this is 1,000% dip hate spreading to you. That was one of Knight's best segments and most important. He didn't look out of place, and that's big in a ring with Roman, Cena, and Paul. I will, He didn't look out of place. I, I, I didn't even question that he was out of place. That's you, not the point I'm making. What you're, what you're not saying that the man himself is a jabroni who can't be in the ring with people. You're saying that the character is Repug. Yes. You're, you're, not, you're not saying you don't think the man who's playing L.A. Knight could do mage things. You're no, saying, I, 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 well, I mean, he's incapable of being original, so perhaps. Oh God, perhaps, but, you don't know that. Perhaps, but, but in this moment. But no, I mean, he, he's a good-looking guy. He's physically built unbelievably well. I don't mind his wrestling style. He moves around nicely in the ring. But, and he speaks well on the mic, 
but every single thing he's doing is a ripoff of Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's the only problem I have. All right. Well, listen, we can't we can't do this every day, although we can for a while. Whether or not Ellie Knight is mage, we can argue this forever. Now, here's my question, though. How does the argument get solved? Like, because to me, if people are treating L.A. Knight to be the guy that he's being portrayed to be, shouldn't he be around for a while and shouldn't he get like a WrestleMania main event? Isn't that what like the way that people are treating him and arguing with you? Shouldn't he be on the path to being the man? I just want to I'll take him versus Dominic Mysterio for the IC or the U.S. or one of these Fakakta titles at Mania. That's what I'll take. The booze versus the cheers. Well, that's not bad. That's the that's the best I think it needs to get. Okay, I don't. I mean, he can he can wrestle Roman in Saudi and get crushed, like which he will. No, st- he won't because Roman never crushes people. It's it's going to end up being so close. He he'll almost lose. beats Roman, he'll lose. but he'll lose. He'll lose to Roman, and I'm good with that. Fine. You want to give him his moment in Saudi? Fine. But I mean, I don't want him anywhere near that that Mania main event. I'm sorry, man. I just I can't. I don't see it. I don't like it. It's not for me. Well, one thing on SmackDown that people all thought was a preview of uh, WrestleMania was when we saw Charlotte Flair next to Jade Cargill. Fine. Good. I, I don't know what they're doing with Jade Cargill. I, she looks like a million bucks. She's she's looks like a main event wrestler. Oh, hold on a second. My dad's calling. Dad? What did I post? You wrote delete that. You accidentally posted your home address on Instagram. Just my home address? No, not just your home address, but it's included in the post that you put up about the cruise. <laughs> I, 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 I put up a post about the cruise? You don't even know that you put the post up? No. Uh, Why would I do that? He's a lot. Well, because you've lost your mind is the obvious answer. Okay, I, I got to get, get it off and take that off right now. How did you not know that it's an entire picture? Zach commented thinking you were like intentionally posting. So did I. You just posted oh, your. Well, you, why, why, why? What? Okay, you, I got to take that thing down. I must have. I must have pushed a photograph. There's no talking or anything like that. No, it's a still photo. Okay, I'll do it right now. I want to get rid of it. Okay, oh, bye. Okay, goodbye. Okay, thanks. <laughs> my dad is losing his mind. My dad has been working on Instagram for so long and his inability to fully get it is incredible to me. Like my dad has been involved in Instagram. I feel bad with my dad when it comes to social media because my dad is like me. Obviously, we're related. He has the same problems that I do. He wants people to know what he's saying and hear what he's saying. And my dad also deleted his old Twitter profile like four times, including once when he was like 20,000 followers, deleted it. So now he's not good. A, he's not able to get, but it, good if he never went back. But he keeps going back to social media and he's never able to really have any uh, engagement because he deleted his account when he had followers. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's a good thing, regardless. I'm, I'm talking, we were talking about social media all day today, and uh, I mean, what's going to put me in the grave is my my lack of giving a shit about it, and I feel myself slipping farther and farther away from caring about social media every day I live. How could that put you in a grave? Because it's gonna it already runs the world, and it's already the biggest thing on earth, and it's only going to get bigger and more significant. Do you think so? 
Is that, is that really true? Can can it get any bigger and more significant? Yeah. Can it though? I I, I mean, it keep, I'm not an expert on it, nor do I pretend to be. But yeah, I mean, it, it's becoming more relevant, and people are making more money from it, and becoming more influential on it by the minute. So yes, I guess, I guess you're right. We are we are watching a boxing pay per view where the world used to report on how people used to wear suits to boxing matches. Okay. And now you have just a, an entire card full of influencers and, 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 and people who have the only reason that they're out there and people are cheering from them or anyone's buying a pay-per-view or knows who they are is because of the amount of Instagram followers they have. They literally, Jonathan Coachman is doing commentary and Todd Grisham. It's like a WWE card from 14 years ago. And Literally in every match when they're talking about like who the people are, like you'd think they'd be talking about like who they've beaten or what their skills are. Oh, this one with 42 million followers on Instagram. Yeah, li literally instead of like that was a nice left, uh, you know, uh, that was a great uppercut. They're saying and this one with a million followers and that one. I mean, it's it's li it's I don't even know what to say. But I don't want to comment too far. and I can't, you know, go crazy with it. But I, I will tell you, it is it is a something I've never seen. And it's. It's quite interesting. We were we were sitting at a brunch earlier at uh, Cafe Luxembourg, enjoying ourselves a delightful uh, brunch. Mm. And it, at, towards the end when we were leaving, a family came in, a guy with his wife and two teenage kids. The guy walked in and immediately I could just tell was a very pleasant man, smiling, nice gentleman, sat down next to us. His family, his kids dressed in, in, in lovely hype beast clothing, bape sweatshirts, and, and they were fear, vaping and yeah, fear of God. They were terrified of God. Yeah, they're terrified of God, and they're wearing uh, Jordans. And this. they sit down at the table at this nice restaurant. Both kids immediately just staring at their phone with their AirPods in their ear. And the wife is like pulling out her phone to take a selfie with the husband. And listen, none of them are doing anything wrong. I don't want to sound judgmental, but I'm just like, if you could take a snapshot, sometimes I just want to take a snapshot and be like, do you realize like what a caricature you look like? It's like, this is where we are now. You sit at dinner. I hate it. That's why I get so mad at me and Natalie. And by the way, this is uh, for the audience. This is a person who is absolutely obsessed with their phone and obsessed with social media. Me? Yeah, yeah I'm pretty bad too. Yeah, you're all, you're, I mean, you're on it right now, basically the entire time we're talking. No, I'm not. I, I, I haven't uh, looked at my phone once during the podcast. <laughs> You don't even know when you're looking at the phone. Well, I was pulling up the video. I haven't looked at social media yet. You're looking. There's things going. I, as God is my witness, I have not sent a text or looked at social right. media. I've right. answered I have. my dad. I have. Yeah, by the way, you've checked out twice because you were looking at social media. I have. Yep. I was. I pulled up the DirecTV app and I answered my dad's phone call because it was a call about social media, but still. <laughs> um, so we're talking about the influence. It's literally I, everywhere. I, it's. I, then I, yeah. I, I just don't know what to do. I can't live like this for the rest of my life. Does anyone else out there feel this way? I can't do this for the rest of my life. Like, I really can't. Yeah. I keep waiting for it to be over. I keep waiting to have the... But then I think a lot of people listening probably are not as bad because... Yeah. I'm not as bad. I mean, I barely post. Yeah, but, I, but, I, but I'm going to be... You, you're, a, you're a media personality. I get it. And maybe you're bad. Maybe you're looking at other things. I don't know what you're doing, but you are on your phone endlessly. Yeah, I work off my phone. But yeah, but that that's a cop-out. That's what everyone says. It is a cop-out. On a it's Saturday, a is that why you're staring at your phone all day long? No. Let's see if this works. I don't know why it's not. Andrew? Can you call me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dipperstein and I are doing a weekend edition of Cheap Heat right now. Oh. I'm about to go to Target. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, guess what? You you messed up and you called back, and I, now I have to ask you a question. Okay, let's do it. Yeah, we can do it with children screaming in the background. Yeah, that's how let's, we do it. And that's then I want to talk about Target. <laughs> what, what, did, you, did you watch SmackDown? 
I did. What? Just give us your honest thoughts on the L.A. Knight Roman segment. He's the best. L.A. Knight's the best thing going. Oh my god! I don't understand. I don't understand the pushback from you two. Uh, I really don't. You don't understand it. You you weren't. You're not like sitting there struck by like, oh my god, he just sounds like an Austin impression the whole segment. Dusty Rhodes. Ric Flair sounded like Dusty Rhodes. Hulk Hogan sounded like superstar Billy Graham. This is not. No, this is. It's not a comparison at this point. We're we're talking. I mean, we're talking about a blatant ripoff. Okay. What were superstars? What were superstars Billy Graham's catchphrases? Do you know what they were? I can't tell you. I don't. I don't understand that. Like he's the one who gets heat for imitating when basically everybody does it. Okay, give me another example of someone that imitates. Like yeah, this. yeah, is there anyone else on the active roster who's doing that? Or in the last five years? No, but everybody's inspired by by Austin and The Rock. He's no, just no. good at it. Well, so how about this? Well, this isn't productive. Let's not fight. Tell us real I quick. I want to fight. I'm already ready to fight. <laughs> Tell us this. What, what do you like about it? How about that? Yeah, what, are, what, what are you what like? What do you like? What are you drawn to? Because Let me just set a baseline because I'll tell you what I don't like. His gear is very mid. Mm-hmm. His gear yeah. stinks. Uh, I think he needs to step his gear up if he's going to be in the main event, especially being, well, but he is getting the rub from Cena as the worst gear of all time. So (laughs) it makes sense. So I'll give you that. And uh, my other knock on him was always like how sculpted and stupid his facial hair was. And he he changed that, thankfully. He goes full beard now. So I'm into that. Okay. Those ticky tack things aside, which are the things I pay attention to. uh, What do I like about it? Yeah. Like just... he could cut a compelling promo and like actually string two sentences together off the cuff and not sound scripted at all. Okay. I agree with you. All right. We, we, we got somewhere, okay. but you're yeah, not, we, you're we not annoyed. I mean, by, every other, most every other person on the roster sounds like a 2023, you know, build a wrestler from a video game. And he stands out as from an era that, you know, it's pretty obvious that why I like him. He, he sounds like he comes from an era, you know. That, that feels good. He comes from an era of 1998 Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's what he comes from. But he's not, but he's not Austin at all. I mean, there's no? just a cadence similarity. Wow. I, I, okay, not so, Austin at all. You, that, don't, you don't think every single thing that he's doing resembles. I mean, it, he's not saying any of the same things. He doesn't have the, at, like, the attitude. Yes, he does. He's not fighting authority. Like, well, that, that I, he's not doing. That he's not he doing. Has a, there's just a cadence that Austin took from the guys in the 80s, and, and he's taking it from Austin. Yeah, but, but you— Oh, boy. I, yeah, I don't know. You, you, when he got up there and he goes, so you're Roman Reigns. Right. And you're, you're this, yeah? And you're that, yeah? I mean, I, that's not everyone's cadence he, from a certain time. And that's, he, did, he did the ah-ah that Austin does last night. We have— um, Old McDonald in the background. I Ooh. hope that gets cleared on uh, ESPN. <laughs> and and by, by the way, he, he stands on the middle rope and puts his arms up. He, uh, he, he, oh, he stands on the middle rope and puts his arms up. He, he does his stunner, but all the way down. He, he uh, does the head. He does the elbow off the second rope. He does the head gyrations. He has the. Uh, I'll give you that one, but it, I don't know. It doesn't bother me. Like, bo- I'm just, I'm just happy that they're pushing a guy who's in his 40s that like understands what he's doing and isn't like you know isn't a creator wrestler from a video game which but isn't it didn't you at the very beginning when he first came out wasn't that your critique of him that he felt like a builder wrestler from a video game like what he looked like 
not at all. I've been I've been a supporter since his NWA on YouTube uh, days. See, it's funny. I, I, who was it? Then it was someone else. It wasn't Dip. Someone else. I, that I, that uh, in our group. That was not my critique. That was not my critique. Yeah, I just thought he was like he looked like I'm professional wrestler. Um, all right. Well, this was very. This was insightful. Actually, I think this was helpful. What are you going to Target for? What are you getting at Target? I, I just think he needs to. He needs to look more mage. Like right now, he looks very, very mid card. In terms of just the yeah. Well, you know what they did too. They they did the thing when someone gets hot. Where they immediately make everything that he wears a sellable item. Sure. So it's like he's got the vest that says LA Knight. He's got the glasses. It's very cartoonish and not cool. I like the logo on his vest, and I wonder why that's the not vest. incorporated into his gear because the gear he's got like the Las Vegas Knights logo on, you know, in the front, and then he has his name on the back. Like it's so cookie cutter. Uh, Dip wants to know what you're getting at Target. Halloween candy. Oh. You have to go all the way to Target. Go to CVS. Yeah, hardcore Halloween. Yeah, why? Why do you have to go to Target instead of just to CVS? Because Lev loves Target. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There you go. What do you? What do you give out? Um, but yeah. I, I appreciate the call. All right, I, I figured. I told Dip. I was like, he wouldn't normally answer on the weekend, but since we're working on a project together, he may think it's about work and call back and be stuck. <laughs> and it worked perfectly. I was just. Nobody calls me ever, so I was just surprised to see your name. And, uh, you know, I always give you the call back. All right, buddy. Tell everyone we say hello. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Love you, buddy. There he is. Andrew Goldstein. I, 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 I'm glad we got some insight, even if you disagree. I'm glad. The, the, the stringing things together and not sounding like it's a scripted promo. Yeah, will, you give, will you give that? Yeah, 100%. Because considering you are the biggest complainer about promo sounding scripted, yes. you can appreciate that that part exists. I don't understand how Goldstein sees it as just like, I see some similarities. Oh, my God. he's, he's That's crazy. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I am coming around to the idea. I love the the heat that that uh, Dominic Mysterio has. You've accepted that that's just the, some of the most mage heat we've ever seen. Yeah, I love I love some great heat. It's not even cheap heat. It's no. just it's Xbox heat. It's like a combination of both. No, Xbox heat is go away heat. It's not Xbox heat. Well, they they I think they want him to go away. No, they don't. They love him, dude. Yeah. When he turns, are you still not understanding this? Do I still? They love him, dude. That booing is like the yeah. it's the booing of respect. Yeah, he's got the disgusting mohawk thing happening now. By the way, we never talked about it on the podcast. For a, for it's gotten better now. There were some troubling moments for Jay Uso's hair over the last few months. Here's my hot take on the, the blondish, the blondish hair, and then cut off around the ears. Here's I think they need to. One of them needs to change their look completely. 
Like if they're going to be on different brands and then sometimes cross over or whatever, I think they need to – like Jay needs to look completely different than his brother. I think now that one of them's Eel, one of them's face, I think they need to really change their looks up. Yeah, I mean they do – they look clearly different as opposed to when they were obviously like twins in a tag team. But I hear what you're saying, like a completely, you know, different thing altogether. Yeah. Um, should we? Should we? I have, what, two other, I have two other comments. Okay. Since I haven't, I haven't had a chance to talk about the Pizza Hut of it all on the podcast. What the the Pizza Hut integration? Yeah. What about it? I'm so happy for Pizza Hut. Why? Because <laughs> I love Pizza Hut. We ordered it the next day because of it. Yeah. Not kidding. Yeah. Natalie and I ordered. We, we they wouldn't in New York City. They, they, we couldn't get the box, the big box. Yeah. Unfortunately. So we just ordered a couple of personal pans for each and shared some wings. They're unbelievable. Want to know something great about Pizza Hut that you probably know since you're a connoisseur? A lot of the pizza places that you order wings from, the wings don't even feel like real food. They're like fake rubber. The wings from Pizza Hut taste like real wings. They were tasty. Enjoyable wings. There was a moment where I was nervous that Pizza Hut was going to like... Disappear. Yeah, like go away and flail. It, it felt like it was flailing. Yeah, I was sensing I felt, a flail. I, I sense flail. I sense flail. And now it just feels like it's so back... If they're spending the type of money that they are with WWE, they must have tons of cash. Honestly, the the biggest complaint I have is that they didn't use me for the integration. They used Booker and Wade from the kickoff show. I know. I, I should I have know. been there with them. I know. I, what's can we can you mention that in a phone call with someone? Yeah, I can. I'd like to be involved in the Pizza Hut integration. I love Pizza Hut. Me too. I, I have fond memories of of the old school looking Pizza Huts with the go, going to the restaurant. Going to the oh, restaurant. Me too. Going to the restaurant with the. Uh, salad bar, whatever. Yeah, I, I did. I went every single leather weekend, seats every weekend before I had bar mitzvah practice. I would go to Pizza Hut with my grandfather, and we would go, and it was just I was so happy. It was also the idea. It was also excuse me. It was also the the um, the lunch in the cafeteria at my elementary school. And even though it was absolutely disgusting, and my mother would never let me eat the other stuff, when they had Pizza Hut, I was allowed to eat it. Wait, they'd order Pizza Hut to your school? Yeah, they had P Pizza Hut was the like the lunchroom pizza day. It was Pizza Hut. I've never heard of such a thing. Yeah. Would they order it? How would they do that? Yeah, I think they would. Yeah, they'd, they, they'd order like a bunch of pizzas on a Friday. Yeah, and it must have been cheaper than like making the pizza themselves. I guess, yeah. But wow. I mean, they, I don't think they were hand making anything in that lunchroom. Uh, okay, so you wanted I, to make a point on the Pizza Hut integration. I thought it was great. And, yeah. and 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 I, Cole cracked me up during it. Yeah. What else? And the other thing is is that you know I, I mentioned this to you before, but we're seeing what's going on with Bobby Lashley and 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 uh, and the Street Profits, and I want to know what the deal is. What's the problem with Montez Ford? I mean, how they have not pulled the trigger on this guy to me is an astounding notion. I mean, he looks great. He is one of the greatest living wrestlers. His Aerial moves are unbelievable. He's every other every other in ring motion is top notch. He's great on the mic. Everything about him screams champion, star, main eventer, WrestleMania headliner. I agree. And he is like now wearing ugly, oversized suits in a in a, the same boring tag team. Now as an underling to Bobby Lashley who's like way less skilled on the mic than Montez and, and Angelo Dawkins. And it just seems like he's being buried. I don't know what the plans are for him. It seems crazy to me. Give this guy his shot. It is so time. He is so overdue. We're nearing like, is it ever going to happen territory? I don't think we're near, is it ever going to happen territory? Now, let me just say that. He's that, been around for years. Yeah, but don't worry. You're, you're safe in that. I'm worried. 
I got to be honest. You don't have to be worried about it, about the time. That's the only thing I'll say relax on because I have news for you. He's married to the face of the company. He's not going anywhere. He will be here. There's time for it to happen. But I do agree what the hell's going on at this point. There's, I tell you, it's not something. He, can you imagine? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you all a, a fantasy here. Can you imagine if Montez, okay, first of all, they they beat the living you know what out of Carlito. The most heelish thing they've done. They attacked Carlito they're on heels. his debut night. They're they're, heels. they're they're heels. By the way, I'm not gonna lie. A little disappointed that on Carlito's first SmackDown, we like don't get his music and entrance and a match. He just gets beat up in a backstage. That's a that's weird, but whatever. Uh, it does get some heat, I guess, for the Street Profits. So presumably now they're finally going to be heel. It's been like such a back and forth. Assuming they finally do it and they let Montez get on the mic and be that heel. Can you fast forward to the night after WrestleMania? Cody Rhodes is your new babyface champion. And as he's celebrating in the ring, the music hits and heel Montez Ford comes out with, yeah. with Angelo Dawkins as his heater next to him being like, and, and going directly after Cody as the biggest baby face in the company. Cody as a face versus Montez as a heel is money. And it's right there for you. It's sitting right there. You don't have to sign anyone. You don't have to do anything. Montez and Cody would be money. I mean, I think, you know, even before that happens, I think we need, like I've said many times, we need our barbershop window moment with Angelo. You don't and need it, though. I would like to see it. No, it would be you, fun. And then you have Bianca. You know, be the heel. Never, with, never. With that I mean, it's never gonna happen. But it would be. A, it would well, be let's, great. Can we, can we just live in? Let's just live in real life because Bianca, we can tell she's Jane Cena. That they they use her in the same way they use Cena. I cannot ever see her going heel, even though we fantasize about it. It would be mage. Yeah, her her the t like a heel couple. Yeah, the, we talked. We we've, we've done this. We've done. Of course, it, it, it's never gonna happen. But while the barbershop window thing would be a lot of fun as Dipperstein just randomly looks at both of his phones just in case something happened because you're a psychotic addict like the rest of us. It's what it's it's 411 on the weekend. Nothing's going on. Um, the barbershop window would be fun, but Dip, as long as he just turns heel at this point, I'm good. Yeah. Let the character be. Yeah, but we need him separated from Angelo. But but even if even if Montez was clearly the single star and Angelo just did dirty work for him? Good. Yeah, no, that's fine. But I we need I him like to that. separate. Like, we need... Like, it's not a tag team all the time. It's Montez Ford. Yes. With Angelo Dawkins, and he comes out standing there behind him. Yes. And even though Montez is the best athlete in the world, he still cheats with Angelo Dawkins. That would be mage. Right. Right. That's and by, something. Not, by the way, I know I'm like I'm I'm sorry to say this about Angelo Dawkins. Like he's the genetti of the team. So I'm sorry to say Why do you, but you, you see that's what makes But he doesn't insult. need to be. I'm not saying he he doesn't need to be. You know, if if there was like a babyface run for him, he would need to be fully repackaged because everyone would always think of him as Montez Ford's sidekick. He would need to be repackaged. I'm down with Angelo Dawkins. I'm just saying, like, if you're gonna continue the street profits, there's clearly He's Montez, the, Montez is, is clearly the guy. Yes, he's Sean. Sawi. You're a bad guy. No, I'm not. Yeah. I'm a I'm a wrestling fan that points out the truth. Yeah, but the Sawi at the end was a he. I mean that the Sawi was the heelish a thing you could have done to put the bow on that. Yeah, that was the kick through the barbershop window from you to Angelo Dawkins. All right, let's get to something else that uh, Dip is going to be complaining about for God knows how long moving forward. And that is, of course, the uh, Nick Aldis presentation. They announced a new 
SmackDown general manager out of nowhere. It's Nick Aldis, who's now the SmackDown GM. Adam Pierce is moving to Raw. Yeah. He shows up within five minutes. He's in the middle of everything, just making matches, and he's just a new character who's been introduced. Apparently, he's been back there. He's been a trainer or something. So, or he's been, or he's been around. He's been around. So that's fine. Look, I'll give it one more week. One week? Yeah. And if there's no, if he doesn't have a motive, it's, I'll be complaining until it's over. I need a motive. What does he want? What, what is his goal? What is his story? If there is nothing and he's just a guy that makes matches and comes out in ill-fitting suits like Adam Pierce, then I'm, it's going to be, I mean, he's about as generic as it gets. It's, it's like watching paint dry. I'm, I'm rushing to judgment in such a way right now, and I don't really mean to, even though that's what we do professionally here. Um, I will give it one more week, and if there is no... No, I think you got to give it more than two a week. Two weeks, and if there is no semblance of a story or a character or a motivation for him existing other than to like just be there, then I'm going to be very upset. I'm going to be very, very upset. Sorry. <laughs> That's going to be my yeah. Sowie. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I have to admit, I, I'm, I, don't, I don't know much about Nick Aldis, and maybe he's going to be a great talent, and we'll see. But I, I do agree with Dip that in recent years, the this is now going back. They've been doing this on and off for 15 years. The GMs with no real purpose, they're just there to, like, be a, quote, authority figure. <laughs> The, the, the era, the attitude era, and into ruthless aggression. What made the authority figure so fun, whether it be Eric Bischoff or Stephanie McMahon or Mick Foley or Ric Flair, they all had an agenda of sorts. Whether right. they were a good guy or a bad guy, it was a real character. There have been other ones, the Mike Adamleys, the the they had the young guy come out who was a who was a wrestler, another wrestler who they made it, Adam Pierce. There have been a whole bunch of them who really it's just like, hey, we need someone to say they're making matches, so it's you. And it just never makes sense to me as to why. Yeah. Yeah. Like I just don't see why you have anyone on TV who is not gonna be a memorable character that people can hang on to. Let me let me say something even more profound. No, thank you. You have you have ten thousand people back there, makeup artists, seamstresses, uh, tailors, <laughs> a thousand people working on the presentation of the show. Why is it that every suit pant of everybody that comes out on these shows is so gigantic? You could fit a human body into these two the the, the pants of these suits that these people are wearing on television. Somebody taper the pants of wrestling personalities yeah do, do we need to have a I think ta- tri- triple h has uh, tapered pants now eh, he's he's tapering more than he used to <laughs> okay you seem you're you're now now you're tapering well, my pants are tapered. because i make you taper yeah, that's right i'm the taper police yeah we need i mean this guy's like the nick aldis pants last night were like I don't oh, know, no. i've never seen pants like this no no it's crazy what nick aldis's suit looked like last night was like someone who doesn't wear suits but has one in their closet from 10 years ago and is like, just give me the suit. This is the suit I wear. Yeah. Which, it, is, which was, by the way, is a lot of people in life, I understand that. You don't wear suits often, so when you wear one, to your, your wife drags you to a wedding, it's the same baggy-fitting suit you wore 12 years ago and you don't care because you're seeing a bunch of schmageggies at a wedding. If you're going to be on television week <laughs> to week, you probably should go be like, hey, what's the current style of suits that we're seeing? There needs to be, in, like a, right before a gorilla, 
there needs to be like a little hidden thing where all the men walk through. And then someone says, all right, your, your pants need a little tapering. You know, the shoulders need a little bit of thing. It's too late, though. By that point, it's too late. This should yeah. happen early in the day. Yeah. And the seamstresses already have so much going on. Do they have time to taper all these suits? They That's must it. taper. We need an hour of tapering. Um, we did not watch Rampage yet um, because I don't watch Rampage. Collision tonight, I perhaps will uh, partake. Last week, we did not mention that uh, there are pictures going around of, of what Collision is looking like on Saturday nights, and it is not great. Um, this is the problem, by the way, if when you're building a product, having three different shows a week. Here's the crazy thing about it. Tony's doing three different shows in big buildings a week. WWE, who's been around 50 years, their third show is in a little center with free tickets for the same 200 people that's but, wwe uh, i'm sorry but but rampage and they're being shot on the same day rampage and and dynamite dynamite yes but collisions another day in a building that's crazy in a big building that's wild they should shoot them all at the same time all three yeah but then if you have wrestlers you have to repeat the wrestlers they're all wrestling and and then how many and how many hours can you have people hang out for how many times can you put mjf out there well he doesn't even do the other shows i know I'm just saying that not enough. Yeah. Well, now you'll have Adam Copeland. He's not college. He's not a college guy. If, if you were to say right now who the biggest people are in, in AEW, the biggest stars that you can hang your hat on, you'd say you one is MJF. Yeah. Two is Edge. Two is now Adam Copeland. Yes, for sure. Uh, three. Daniel Bryan. Is it Daniel Bryan? Kenny. Jericho. Bryan. Kenny, Jericho, Christian. Christian's doing mage work right now. Mm -hmm. Is Jay White becoming a, a thing? Yeah, thing for now. Thing, while he's wrestling thing. MJF. That doesn't count. That's not what I mean. And then, I mean, he should be more of a thing. He's a great wrestler. Why are you kicking your shape. legs around and being so weird? What? You're being weird. I don't know. I need I need to futz. You, please, this is what you're, you're you're criticizing my futzing. Uh, well, you're a, this is futzing at a different. You're level. The, you're king futz. At, what, am I futzing? Yeah. No. By the way, Dipperstein is wearing shorts that are so repugnant. You, your thing. Maybe other people out there can relate to this. Dipperstein has some thing of where, like, he has to look at his absolute best when he leaves the house, but the second he's in the house, he insists on wearing the most repug clothing. You have these shorts, which are shorts adjacent at this point. They're disintegration happening every moment. <laughs> Then you have the shirt, a couple of shirts. Yeah. You have a couple of shirts that are I like. I have the orange. The orange. The, oh, category. my God. It's literally falling apart. The orange schmata. <laughs> I have a schmata collection that it, I circle through. He has an orange. I do. He has an I, orange. Well, how would you describe what a schmata is, by the way? A schmata is like a like a cheap piece of clothing is a schmata. But isn't it usually like a, a top? No, a schmata is just a... Are you sure? Yeah, schmata is a Yiddish word for, like, cheap clothes. But it, but it can be used also for, like, not, like, anything that looks bad, too. Oh, really? I thought it, I always thought... Hold on. Schmata? How do you think you spell schmata? Uh, S-C-H... Uh, you sure? C-H? Okay. S-C-H-M-A-T-T-A. M-A-T-T-A. I think. I think. I mean, yeah. Schmata meaning... Schmata. A Yiddish word meaning a rag or something you throw on the floor. Something worthless. An abused person, similar to a doormat, 
For instance, a spouse who gets berated in public, a person who gets taken advantage of. I've never heard that. Or a piece of clothing that does not have to be something old and falling apart. <laughs> yeah, it's a, you have a Schmata collection, a thousand percent. I do. I have a little Schmata, Schmata corner. And do you have, you have long pants Schmata as well? I have long, uh, yeah, I have, yeah. I mean, by the way, the jeans that my, my those gray jeans that I love, they're oh, the very comfortable. They're, they're, they're veering into Schmata land. The, are they currently Schmata plus? I think they're Schmata plus right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. But these shorts, you've never seen anything like this. You would never believe that the Magent himself would be caught dead wearing these shorts, but he is. Yeah. I don't, I don't really have a lot of, I have like a lot of comfortable roots of fight sweatpants. But you like big clunky sweat outfits. I, I don't like that. I like thin, airy, you know, cottons. Yeah. That's, that's a really big difference. Dips, comfortable clothes are like so thin that they're, they're like pajamas. Clo- they're they're p- very pajama pant. My idea of comfortable, I do have thinner sweats than these. I have like very, the roots of fight ones are like very thin. Mm. Um, thicker than that. I mean, that, that's not even clothing. That's like a, a, a thin paper bag that you're wearing on your legs. <laughs> but um, yeah, I like to have some material, like a sweatshirt, not a hooded sweatshirt, but like a. am wearing, I'm currently wearing a long sleeve tee. Uh, the, the gimmick company of the cinch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you got to watch the gallery department gimmick go crazy. I've seen, yeah. I mean, you I, watched it from beginning to, to I, now. I was, I was one of the first people in that store. Since Inception. Since Inception. I remember I, I've gone, I've went in there, you know, when I, you know, didn't have, you know, any real money or whatever. And I, and I, and I, I walked in there and I, I spent $68 on a t shirt. And I remember thinking to myself, oh my God, like, I can't believe I just spent $68 on a, on a t shirt. You should still here. feel that way. And guess what? The t shirts are way more now. They're now $250. So, like the same T-shirt, so I got a discount. I got a, a cheap uh, gallery department T-shirt. That's the only gal- gallery department item I have. It's it's it's. I, listen, I always support it because it's a black-owned luxury brand, basically. Same. Yeah. But at the same time, now I. It's a forge. It's a forge, and every day I get an email in my updates with their new. They're sending and sending and sending. You, they, there's no such thing as a sale. It's incredibly expensive. Um, I, I had one more thing I wanted to tell you. Before he put a bow on this thing. Oh, MJF just texted me. He did? Yeah. Oh. He said, what's the Addy for pickles? Mage. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Dipperstein, this has been fun. Yeah, it has. I, I've enjoyed getting to spend time with you. Oh, yeah. I, I, I saw SGG say, on, uh, I see, he pointed it out already in the Discord, um, the... The fact that I called him out on Twitter for saying the word graps. I, I I cannot stand when Kaz on Twitter says graps. It's not a thing. I've never heard anyone refer to wrestling as graps. I'm not subscribing to it. Oh, listen, if I found out Kaz invented the term graps, maybe I'd support it because it's like it's his word. But just seeing people throw it around as if it's actually a word. Does any of you say graps? I've never heard it in my life. All right, Marshall responded to uh, something I said earlier. I just don't understand why L.A. Knight is not a believable competitor, but Kevin Owens is, or Sammy or Logan Paul, or uh, Jay Danielson, Old Man Goldberg, Old Man Edge. Because if we're going off who looks small next to him in the ring, only like five of them, five are comparable size. First of all, a lot of those people you think uh, you mentioned, I don't think are credible either. Logan Paul, terrible example. He looks credible, not because of the experience, because he looks physically great. Physically great. But by the way, Physically, L.A. Knight looks uh, reasonable. Yeah, it looks good. It's just the character for me. 
For, for me, the believability isn't about the size. SGG says, if the only places he's... <laughs> someone said, does anybody use the word graps in real life? SGG said, I've used graps in real life, but only with Ben and Kaz, so I don't know if that counts. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. Wow. So we know that Kaz uses it. We know that Worldwide Wednesday Worldwide uses it. Do we know that anyone else in real life uses it? Um, all right, guys. Rosenberg beats at gmail.com. We hope you've enjoyed this random edition of Dips in New York Cheap Heat. And uh, we hope that you stay mage. And if you can, also enjoy yourself. I'm, I'm going to go put on my uh, plane schmata. Uh, my yeah. flying schmatas. Oh, do you, you brought flying schmatas as yeah, well? Yeah, I have a whole flying schmata outfit. Oh, boy. Make sure you check the turbulence, too. I already did. It's going to be a bumpy climb. Oh, boy. Enjoy yourself. And then I went to makeup and, like, sat in front of the mirror a little bit and got myself together. Also, ladies and gentlemen, at this time, I would like to introduce... Red Heart is the greatest professional wrestler in the history of the art form. Mage. <laughs>